0: Mm. Uh, I'm going to invite you to turn in the scriptures to Matthew chapter 5. It's page 1505, 1505. We're going to read a portion of the Sermon on the Mount. And Lord, as we gather around the word and as the children head off to Sunday school to gather around the word, may these words fall into our hearts and the hearts of the children like good seed and may this seed grow in our lives and in their lives that we might bear fruit for your glory. And so come Holy Spirit, be our teacher, our guide, lead us into all truth as we pray in Jesus' name, amen. And so Matthew chapter 5, beginning verse 1, <clears throat> now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you you were the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you are the light of the world A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And friends, these are the words of our Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm going to ask you to use your imaginations. I want you to to kind of stretch that imagination. I want you to picture right now in your mind, in your imagination, a bridge. Picture a bridge, any kind of bridge. Some of you might be a footbridge. Some might have the Golden Gate or the Bay Bridge. It was just over that this week. Maybe it's a... One of those rickety, swingy rope bridges that's over the canyon. We like that kind, don't we? No. How about a wobbly pontoon bridge? that's kind of bobbing across the water there. Maybe the bridge you picture is a tree that has fallen or been placed there and scramble across the tree. Golfers might think of the Swilkin Bridge at St. Andrews. All kinds of ways we can picture a, a, a bridge. Okay, so with that picture in mind, now I want you to imagine something else that your bridge can talk. Your bridge can talk. Which of the two sides would your bridge say is better? Well, that's kind of a silly question because bridges don't talk. And of course, bridges don't take sides. They they take both sides, right? Otherwise, it's not a bridge. It's maybe a plank, right? (laughs) Bridges don't take sides. They are on both sides. They are for both sides. The whole purpose of your bridge is to connect these two sides. Okay, last exercise, maybe this is less in the imagination. Imagine your drive to work or a recent trip or vacation you've taken, a visit to the family. How many bridges did you drive over? Think for a second, how many bridges did you drive maybe just getting here today, was there any? imagine if there were no bridges all the canyons all the valleys all the gullies all the rivers all the creeks all the gorges that we go over but not one bridge what would we do well we'd start building bridges For the last two months, we have been talking about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus in divided times. Some of you may see where I'm going to go with this thing. To be a follower of Jesus in times and in situations where there's disagreement or dispute or conflict or division To be a follower of Jesus in such times, I would offer to you, is to be a bridge builder. To build bridges where there's divisions exist. As the physical world has valleys and canyons and gullies that cut us off that make life difficult to traverse if you don't have a bridge. So I would offer that the spiritual world has valleys and canyons too, that requires someone to build a bridge. I would offer to you that Christians are those someones that God has placed in the world to build the bridges, to help connect the two sides, to help restore the traffic, the communication, the community, to repair what may be broken relationships. There are racial divides in our society. There are political gulfs in our society. You know, there was a little something that happened this week. Maybe you paid attention to that on Tuesday. There are generational gaps, right? Divides between the generations. All kinds of ways that we separate and divide and disconnect and cut each other off or are cut off from each other. And so I would offer that as followers of Jesus, we are called to be the bridge builders. To repair, repairers of the breach, as the scriptures would say, to restore, to reconnect, to reconcile. As the commercial says, it's what we do, it's what Christians do. Now, now I know that the Bible doesn't use those exact words anywhere. The scripture never says, Blessed are the bridge builders. But it says something really close to that, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Jesus suggests here that our very identity as God's children is revealed or is known or is manifested in this work of peacemaking, it's an interesting word. it's only used here in Matthew chapter 5 and, and one other place. It's a compound word. Irene poieo. It's the Greek word. Our word Irenic, that is often translated as peaceful, comes from this. And poieo, that's where our word poet comes from. The poet is the one who who constructs or builds with words. Irene Poyeo, building and constructing peace. The name, or this this word, names uh, and acknowledges a reality, a tragic reality of the human family as we live east of Eden. We humans are broken. The human family is broken, it is divided, we are at odds with each other, we've looked earlier this fall at the the division between Uodi and Syntyche, Cain and Abel as a couple examples of that. The human family is at odds with each other, we have groups, we form ourselves into tribes in a thousand and ten thousand ways that cut us off from each other, that cut other people out of the action. We have nothing to do with you, and you, please, have nothing to do with us. We cut each other off. We cut each other out. We don't speak or associate or connect with those people. And we stubbornly take sides. Heard something this week... um, Brene Brown cited a study, one in six family members have stopped speaking with each other as a result of the 2016 election. And so we're probably about 150 or 60 people. So that would say, if you run the math, you know, there's a dozen or so of us that have stopped speaking with family members or family members have stopped speaking with us as results of, An election. If your bridge could talk, if your bridge could talk, what side would your bridge say is better? Hmm. Bridge builders and peacemakers don't take sides. Like the bridge. They're on, they're on both sides, right? <laughs> and so as Christians, we don't take the side. We are on both sides. We are for something that is much bigger than winning or losing. And so peacemakers are for Euodia and Syntyche. Now, if Uodi and Syntyche and that fight that was going on in the Philippian church that we looked at several weeks ago, if they're like the rest of us, Uodi and Syntyche are probably trying to get people in the church to be on their side against the other. So Uodi is over there whispering after church at the coffee pot, you're not going to believe what she did this time. And Syntyche's over there, you know, picking up her kids from the nursery and says, well, you're, you're not going to believe what, what she did yesterday because this is what we do, we try to get people to take our side in a dispute. But the bridge builder, the peacemaker is for Euodia and Syntyche. And that's what Paul was advising there. The peacemaker is for Abel and Cain. Sadly, it couldn't get worked out, right? Peacemakers are for Jew and Gentile. They are for man and woman. They are for slave and free. Paul says in Christ, there is no Jew or Gentile. There is no male or female. There is no slave or free. You are all one in Christ. Peacemakers are for Republican and Democrat. Ooh, Peacemakers are for the poor and the rich. Peacemakers are for the Christian and the atheist. Peacemakers are for black lives and white lives. Peacemakers are for straight and gay. Peacemakers are for Greenwich and the Presbytery. I don't know if I can buy that, Don. We've gotta take sides if your bridge could talk, what side would your bridge say is better? Peacemakers are for all people because Jesus is for all people. He is for tax collectors and the Pharisees who cluck their tongues at the tax collectors. Jesus is for the unrighteous and the righteous. Jesus is for you and me. So I said earlier that this word is used here in Matthew chapter 5 and in one other place. That other place is Colossians, <clears throat> Paul's letter to one of the early churches. And in what many scholars believe is a hymn of praise to Jesus, an early hymn that gets pulled into his letter, Paul lifts up the virtues of who Jesus is. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for in Him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and in Him things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, so that in everything, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Making peace, the same word. So our bridge building work, our peacemaking work is grounded in the bridge-building, peacemaking work of Jesus Christ. He is the peacemaker. We do the work because He has done the work. And so, if we are His disciples, yoked to Him, learning from Him, then we will engage in this work also. The cross is at the center of the peacemaking work of Jesus and I think it's significant. The very shape of the cross speaks of what Paul uh, tells us here that through Christ all things are reconciled, things in heaven and so there is a vertical dimension and so reconciling heaven and earth. Jesus restoring relationship with the Father through his death on the cross. That's the vertical work. But then there's a horizontal work of the cross. Jesus restoring relationships on earth between Jew and Gentile, that deepest division. And all the other divisions that we erect in our human family. And so Jesus makes peace through the cross, but it is a costly and difficult work. Making peace through his blood shed on the cross. This is hard work, friends. This is hard work. And so. Perhaps Paul has the Beatitudes in mind, <clears throat> because right after, blessed are the peacemakers, they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Blessed are you when people insult you and speak all kinds of, uh, e- false, uh, falsely speak all kinds of evil against you. And so, as we engage in this bridge-building, peacemaking work, as we don't take sides, as we are for both sides, we are on both sides, we can expect tension. We can expect to be pulled towards one side or the other. We're in that early Philippian church and Euodia is coming to us and talking about Syntyche. Well, Syntyche over here talking about Euodia and we're pulled and, and, and we, we don't, but we don't take sides. We're, we're for both Euodia and Syntyche, but sometimes we get pulled and so there's tension and there's misunderstanding because when you don't take sides, people will accuse you and people will think you don't care about them because you're not on my side. You may be accused of being wishy-washy. You need to take a stand. I am taking a stand. I'm standing in the middle because I'm for both. (laughs) And I want to see the traffic restored. (laughs) And there will be sacrifice involved. People will criticize. They will question. They will accuse you and your commitment to the faith. Into biblical authority and biblical truth, and to Jesus Christ, because you haven't taken their side. But the reality is that same accusation may come on the other side of things. And so, this is graduate level discipleship we're talking about. But if we don't do this bridge building work, who's going to do it? If we don't do the bridge building peacemaking work, Is the government, the schools, the hospitals, the lawyers, is that who's gonna do it? If we don't build the bridges between the the, the divided parties, if we don't advocate for truth and grace, if we don't keep insisting that we are our brother and sister's keeper, even if those brothers and sisters are at odds. We are trying to keep both brothers and sisters on both sides of the issue. If we don't embrace the loving, sacrificial, healing, and restoring work of Jesus Christ and bring that out into the world, who will? If we don't lift high the cross as the Easter hymn sings, if we don't lift high the cross and the reconciling work of Jesus with the Father and the reconciling work of Jesus on earth, if we don't lift high the cross as peacemakers and bridge builders, who will? Amen and amen. Father, we can read Jesus' words, we can hear his words, we can contemplate his words, but to go live these words, Lord, these are going to be really hard. Some of us are in the family where elections have caused other family members to stop speaking with us or us to stop speaking with them. Some of us are in places of work and in neighborhoods in schools and communities where People have stopped speaking with each other because of other issues. And so help us to learn this bridge building, peace making work and give us strength and courage and humility and wisdom and compassion, all the gifts and graces we will need to live in the tension and the misunderstanding, perhaps even in the anger directed at us because we won't take sides because we're on your side. And so Jesus, live in us in new and fresh ways by the power of your Holy Spirit as we go from this place in a world that needs bridges. Help us to be the bridge as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.